Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. Wake up. On a shucky ducky kind of day. He's bare chested and banging his chest. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. I'm f***ing up and ready and running. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Real classy. Why don't we just go to the story? Talk radio has made people lack confidence in a lot of our existing institutions. The best place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Here. Why are you here today? I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. But make no mistake, tax reform is going to be the marker upon which Republicans rise or fall. After the failure to repeal and replace Obamacare, if they cannot deliver on the second biggest promise Republicans have been making for a generation, what is the point of having Republicans control the House and control the Senate? I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty! From Studio C. Senor. Where are we? In a dimly lit room, deep in the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. You know, today, I think today we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Amnesty Don. That's what they're calling the president now. <laughs> Amnesty Don. Breitbart with their big headline, Amnesty Don, and now it has taken off in the social media world. Oh, boy. He's going to hate that. Oh, no. He's That's gonna his buddy that. Steve Bannon. Yeah, Amnesty Don. Oh, no. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Looks like the president, Nancy Pelosi and company, got to come to an agreement on DACA. Question. Follow-up question. Is he still Hitler? Right. Good question. That is a good question. That's a good question. Anyway, so we got that stuff, you know, and we ought to talk about that. But we got all the other stuff, too. All the other stuff that's going on in the world. Well, I can't wait for our opening clip. I can't wait to play our opening clip, and then you have to guess what it is. Oh, good. I love a guessing game. Yeah, I think that'll be pretty good. Good at those charades. I always was a standout performer. Really? At charades? I loved it. Loved uh, it. As the drawer or guesser? Or as the uh, actor out or the guesser? Uh, probably better as the actor outer. Mm-hmm. Although I, I enjoyed the challenge, I wasn't always great at it, but I enjoyed the challenge, and it, it taught me a lot about language. You know, it's a really interesting game. Mm-hmm. Meaning, the difference between the speaker and the hearer, the difference in their perception. Fighting out how dumb your friends are. Oh boy, some <laughs> of them as dogs. <laughs> Ah, you know what we're going to do today? Study the world! Study the world? All right, go ahead, study it. (laughs) Study the world. Apparently old Amnesty Don thinks we're all just one world, huh? Oh, no, no borders. Old AD. Going to erase the borders. What happened to the wall? I want a wall. (laughs) So let's kick off the show there uh, by introducing everybody on the squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, praying, uh, or wearing, rather, 
Uh, olive drab? Is that yeah, green? Cur- it's green. Okay. I could be wrong. Because I regularly say, hey, g- grab that green towel. My kids will say, what are you talking about, Dad? Because you're colorblind. You need colorblind. a color dog. Browns, blues, and and, and uh, greens. I don't know. Anyway, how are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. Yesterday, I was driving to work, and there's nothing worse than when you're driving on the highway, and you're going to hit something in the road. You don't see it till the last second. And you can't. I couldn't move out of the way, so I just kind of... Oh, boy. Closed my eyes and hoped that, you know, it, w- it would be okay. Well, it went under my car, and I thought, okay, great. I don't know what happened. I heard it bump. So I get to a stoplight when I'm near the station. All of a sudden, I hear <laughs> something is being dragged along the road. Oh. I'm thinking, oh, jeez. So I keep on going, and, you know, another stoplight, and the same noise. <laughs> help help <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, that's honey. what I was worried about. I'm stuck. I I'm how, stuck. How is he or she doing at this point? As she's yeah, drug along. That's what I'm thinking. I thought, please don't be a body or something. So <laughs> it's totally dark. I Any can- of these stoplights that are... Did you think maybe I ought to get out and look underneath my car? Well, I tried. <laughs> I, I did try, but I couldn't see. It was so pitch black at this point. I couldn't see under the car, so I just continued on to work with the same noise at each stoplight. And finally, uh, later in the day, it turned out just to be it was a cardboard box mm. that I had hit, so I was lucky. But, you know, I was afraid Run, of being in the... Down. I was afraid of being one of those people in the news where they say a body was wedged into the oh, yeah. car and... Ouch! It, Ouch! That's what you kept hearing. Yeah. Um, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? I am deep within the preparations for tomorrow's Emmys preview. The Emmys are this weekend. That is the awards for your television programs and various web streaming apps. As yeah, it's got to be. The definition gets blurred. It's got to be so tough for those people now but, to, uh, but to I, celebrate the fact that the big networks don't have any of the good stuff anymore. It's it, got to be so tough for them. I'm really looking forward to this year's audio editing category. I think it's going to be a really close race. That and costume design, I think, are going to mm. be great. Those are going to be the focus of my preview tomorrow. <laughs> Sure. So I'm looking forward to that, uh, just a preview for everybody. Who's got the Emmys? Who's broadcasting it? Uh, I believe that is uh, ABC. Yeah, yeah that, ABC. Uh, Stephen Colbert will be hosting. Well, that's, oh, Lord. That's big, but that, that, I just that, find, end, that, that is big. I get the night off. I just I just find it hilarious when, when either ABC, NBC, or CBS hosts the Emmys, because that's not where everybody's going for their... <laughs> They're essentially doing a three-hour commercial for yeah. other television yeah, exactly. networks. Well, that's better than not having that three-hour commercial, because that's their only hope. <laughs> that's the only show that will watch, <laughs> saluting Showtime. <laughs> and FX and A&E and all sure. the Right. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I tell you, it was scary times in the neighborhood yesterday. Power went out in my house yesterday. First clue, I get home, my garage door won't open. So I there dro- are you, stranded with your car in the driveway like, like a savage. Like an honorary Floridian. So I drive around front, and my neighbors are out in the street, wandering around like zombies, letting me know right away the power had been out since early in the morning. Didn't know what to do, so I went inside, you know, and it's really weird. And you're, you were talking about this in Florida. It's really weird because you got no power, so what do you do? I sat for a while, and, you know, I... Booze doesn't require electricity. Well, I, I handled that a different way. I, I went out for a drive, and then, then I went to Target, and then I went and had a very long lunch with a little bit of Chardonnay and... There got go. back to the house, still no power, so I did the all-American thing. I took a nap. <laughs> power came back on around yep. 6, and all was well. But, man, that that has got to be tough. Your power is out for days on end. Holy cow. Well, like Joe said yesterday, it would it would rearrange the way you, uh, you, you focus your brain pretty quickly, I think. And I'll bet, like we said yesterday, I'll bet you would like it. It's actually kind of discouraging how much of life is habit. 
as opposed to something you're consciously doing or doing because it makes you happy or whatever. Mm. And you would two days later, you'd change your habits and probably be perfectly fine, honestly. And say, I don't need to spend near as much time doing this or that, television, internet, etc. Yeah, it's it's dislocating, but it's not necessarily bad. You got all that, but then you've also got the whole thing of if your oven and everything is all electric, then you can't cook. Then you got to break out the camping gear out back. Sure, then you're breaking your uh, furniture into sticks and starting (laughs) fires in your living room. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, September 14th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Speaking as a man who owns five grills... I don't oh. think that would impede me terribly. Oh, nice. Five? Yes. That's plenty. I have a problem. All right, let's begin the show now. Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, the meat of today's news must be heated until delicious. Let's do it at Mark. You came back so fast, baby. Why, baby? Ten minutes without you seems like an eternity. So what was that, Sean? That is Harmony, the world's first talking sex robot. Yeah, and All right, hit me again. Kuju came back so fast, baby. Why, baby, ten minutes without you seems like an eternity. We, oh, she's Irish. We had the story a couple of weeks ago that, that people are falling in love with the robots or whatever. Right. And take them places, like on vacations and stuff. Mm. And now you got a robot that says, I missed you so much when you're gone. Boy, yeah. I'll tell you what. I would like to note that our typical robot, I am a robot voice, isn't too far off of no. what she's doing. No. No. It's not much better. I quote, you, unquote, baby. she's doing. God, if you end up falling mo- emotionally for that, that's a, that's pretty sad. God, so far the show is really making me sad. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it maybe one more segment. Uh, what are other headlines, Marshall? Yes, no deal on DACA, bipartisan confusion. Rains. And we got a new poll that shows the majority of liberal, liberals want to crack down on free speech. And Americans... No way. Yep. And Americans cutting the cord faster than ever before. Stories coming up. 635 Armstrong and Guinea. Wow. I, I thought free speech was kind of a, a settled matter, you know? No, that's how screwed up our society has become. Huh. Uh, how's mailbag look? I, Joe Getty, come in for a pat on the back and a swift kick in the ass, I'm afraid. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to hear that poll about free speech. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So is there any chance Breitbart runs a headline, Amnesty Dawn, without Steve Bannon approving it? There is zero chance of that. Interesting. Amnesty Dawn! It's like if... Sean just did a 20-minute My Favorite Video Game bit. Are we doing that today? <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm ready. I have, I have four Only of them ready. my shotgun misfires. <laughs> Stay tuned. Mailbag. Hey! Uh, let's see. First of all, a tease ahead to later in the show. This note from Scott. My son is a student at Bolt Law School. Of the University of Corruptifornia at Berserkley, and is going to the Ben Shapiro lecture. He says the school has canceled classes because the students are afraid the school will be, quote, too militarized. Poor widow babies. He the writes. Whole, the whole university or the law, just the law school? I uh, mean, big, either, big either big chunk be. of campus. I don't know if it's the whole school. Or either whatever. would be crazy. That, so that's today? Alt-right yes. speaker Ben Shapiro. All right. Their words, not mine. All right. Alt-right. Please. So that is that this evening? Uh, it's this afternoon. It's Something afternoon. around 4 o'clock, I believe. Okay. Well, it's, yeah, it's this evening. They're going to start the uh, 
they're going to start the uh, closures uh, in the afternoon as a precaution. You know, and listen, I don't want to get hung up on this. We're going to talk about this later, and we have a lot of good mailbag to get to. But there are quite literally, at the University of California at Berkeley, today going to be hundreds of people, quote-unquote, speaking to a room full of people. There will be hundreds of them between classes and meetings and clubs and lectures and the rest of it. Only one of them necessitates this massive security operation. What is the difference? Talk about that. Hate. Kathy uh, from San Jose writes, I've been ignoring the fact that I've gained some weight lately. Today you gave me a great belly laugh, and for the first time in my life, my belly literally moved up and down. <laughs> I, I guess it's time to get back on track. Thank you for your radio show, which causes enlightenment on so many levels. <laughs> it's funny with the whole weight gain thing, there is something that happens usually. Because you know what's happening. You know you're gaining weight. Sure. You know you should do something. And then there's some event. Often it's a picture. Mm. Uh, someone else took where you see yourself at a different angle. That's a pretty common one. But there's a putting on your shoe, your belly actually moves when you laugh, right. buckling the seatbelt pant, a pair of pants that doesn't fit. These pants don't fit? Holy cow, or something. Yeah, the pants, the pants, oh, the pants. Right. It's when that last pair doesn't fit <laughs> that a lot of us decide, wow, I gotta, And you're now pantless. you got to go to MetaFastCalifornia.com. Anyway, uh, Chris writes, please stop with the late night quote-unquote comedian clips. The majority of your audience is conservative. I don't know that, but I suspect it. The vast majority don't watch those late-night left-wing morons. So, Joe, I beg of you, stop torturing us with their weak attempts at humor and their bashing of the right. It's irritating at best. Hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't love them. I got to tell you. Well, a lot of the time, observing how unfunny they are is only novel for a certain amount of time. Now, when it's ripped from today's headline... Uh, headlines. Yeah, so yeah, it's interesting to hear what the perspective is. I'm looking at the the possible jokes today uh, from uh, Myers, Kimmel, Fallon, Corden, Conan, etc. Got a Starbucks thing. Got the new Samsung phone that's bendable. Got uh, L.A. hosting the Olympics. See that sort of stuff I like. The yeah. constant Trump's an idiot, and anybody who likes him as racist jokes get tiring. There's I, been a, I see a couple of kicks at Hillary. Yeah, there's been a fair amount of oh, Hillary yeah. kicking Absolutely. lately too. So. Last two weeks, sure. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the not funniness of it needs to be a factor, too. That's the most offensive part to me. I don't care what the subject I mean, is. If, but if, be one funny. Out of, if one out of six or seven is amusing, I mean, what is it then? I don't know. Here's a note from Nancy, who's a little unhappy. Uh, this is not the official kicking of me, but that's coming. The unfunny Daily Show host, who I, I think I called unfunny yesterday, but anyway. Uh, just won an Emmy for his unfunny between-the-scenes, which are the off-the-cuff bits he does uh, with the audience while commercials are playing. In other words, his off-the-cuff remarks are funnier than Fallon, Conan, and all the late-night dullards on uh, late-night. Well, that's a nice sentence. He's won <laughs> ten awards so far, mostly for his stand-up comedy routines, which you can see on YouTube, all of which are fall-down funny, but you won't watch because you already made up your mind about him, which just proves you don't know what's funny. Well, no, the case you've made, Nancy, is that we make premature judgments, not that we don't know what's funny. No, I was unaware of that. I would, I'd be willing to check that out. Yeah, funny is funny. I don't care who it's coming from. Um, I don't know the off-the-cuff bits. Perhaps we'll, uh, we'll seek those out. I'll but YouTube if I watch today. his show 
and he does jokes that fail to amuse me. I think it's within my rights to say I don't find him to be funny. <clears throat> Robert writes, kudos, Joe. You know, it's nice to be recognized, Robert. Thank you so much. He says, as a guy with a degree in physics, I particularly enjoyed your technical explanation of the sense of smell today. But you didn't stop there. Your continuation to explain the wave-particle duality of light really put me over the top. Keep working the technical angle. Fan from the OC, Robert. Well, I, I take that, that to be sincere praise. That was typed with a phone <laughs> dipped in sarcasm. <laughs> what? What? Well, it's, 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 it's unfortunate because, Robert, it's another String Theory Thursday, so stay tuned <laughs> for my discussion of that. String Theory Fascinating. <laughs> Realm of I think it's physics. God. So stay with yeah. us. I boy, that's where you you want you think you're smart. Get into some of that. It, it's a good humbling experience. Pick oh, up any please. of those books. Try please. to read the first chapter. It's a good humbling experience. I've read the ones that say you know this is kind of dumbed down for the pop audience, but doesn't <laughs> a good enough job of explaining. I get a chapter into those and <laughs> toss it. Forget it. Let's see. Dan writes, can you think of a new rant? Maybe I'm sick of this one. That's it. Well, I went back. I thought, huh, I wonder when this was sent. 8.33 a.m. yesterday. Dan, here's a little tip for you. Here's a pro tip. Here's a life hack. If you're going to yell at me and ask me to do the work to figure out what you're talking about, it ain't going to happen. If you said, Joe, I think you're great. In fact, I want to give you $10,000 for that Funny, funny thing you did yesterday at 8.33. Uh, if you could do it again for me on the phone. It's like 50-50, I'd go to the trouble. All right? <laughs> if you're going to yell at me, supply the particulars, Dan. Moving along. Ben the Libertarian writes, Let Jack know that you can have waterproof phones and an earphone jack. Android has had them for several years now. There you go. A what now? Waterproof phones with but an earphone jack. What was that other? Android. I'm not familiar. Idiot. Fanboy. Anyway, Sounds like something from Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds dangerous. On a more intriguing and Tom Cruise movie-esque note, he points out biometric security like facial recognition or thumbprints to get into your phone are not secure and allow government agents to compel you to unlock your device with them, but not a password in your mind. Hmm. That's interesting. They so, can grab your hand and put your thumb on your phone? They can? Sure. Well, I can, not should, or are allowed to under the law, but can. Oh, okay. That's, right. a, that's a possibility. Well, and imagine, it's imagine unlikely. the law bending the rules. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd, you'd get in trouble for that. Who but it, would? The, the cops. Because it's on video? Because if it's not on video, they would never in a thousand years get in trouble for it. You think you think I would never win <laughs> if a cop grabbed my hand and placed my thumb on my phone? No, I didn't. And they you think that's absolutely wow. untrue. He gave up the password and later regretted it. Wow. Your honor? I'm not that cynical and yet. Deputy Jones will back up my story. He was there and I'm not I'm not well, that exactly. cynical. Yet. I don't think that's cynical at all. That's just playing it out in your mind. How what do you think they'd say? Yep, I did it. No way. Well, the sort of person that would do that? I'm just, I'm hoping there aren't very many of them. Hmm. Keep hope alive, but but I understand the 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 idea. It's unlikely that anybody's ever going to torture the passcode out of you. That would be pretty over the top, right? That's certainly less likely than the, the old thumb trick, or just hold the phone up to your face. That's not very much work, right? R- right. Oh yeah, yeah. Please, it's effortless. So you know, if you're the sort of person who thinks that that might happen to you, mm. keep it in mind. Um, 
then Ben points out that NORAD and a very large portion of the U.S. nuclear deterrent still use 1970s tech and equipment, um, partly because it's unhackable. You can't hack into a floppy disk. Yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> I understand. I don't understand why a lot of things have gone online. I don't get it. Lack of foresight, really. Uh, let's see. Moving along, talking about the amazing Apple campus, the new one, the spaceship. Really is astounding. I was reading a long article about it and the, the architecture and the features and the size and all. It's just, it's, and 150 acres or whatever? As I That's observed, incredible. As I observed to Jack, it's like the Pentagon, but it's round. Mm-hmm. Which showed Joe's mastery of shapes. Right. <laughs> Imagine a triangle, but without any corners on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> My brother works for a techie company, writes uh, Patty. <clears throat> Much of the acreage is devoted to employee perks. Swimming pool, gym, catered restaurant, etc. The idea is to get employed. What's a catered restaurant? She thinks she means restaurant. Uh, the idea is to get It's a empl- restaurant that gets their food from another restaurant <laughs> to serve you. <laughs> That's an odd idea. But I know about as much about restaurants as I do about wave theory. Uh, the idea to get employees to stay on campus, uh, the idea is to get employees to stay on campus to get as much work out of them oh, as possible. Okay. Yeah, 18-hour days. Sure. but I'm, Young I'm, techies practically live there. I'm sure Apple applies the same principle. I'm all for that if you figured it out. So uh, who are we talking about? Facebook apparently has some sort of napping rooms. Right. And they, uh, they, they worked harder to make them super silent. I guarantee you. If I had a regular eight-hour job, you would get maybe twice the productivity out of me if you let me take a half-hour nap in the afternoon. Take him a nap. That's not a dumb idea for a boss. That's a great idea for a boss. You right. get way more production out of me. Yeah, I think if you're anti-nap, you're still like mm, old-school hard-ass. you gotta, you got to look at the science. I mean, the data is indisputable. Or providing a good meal there or, or a chance to work out there or whatever that keeps people around working more. If, right. it, if it gets more production out of them, who cares? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the fact that so many of these uh, young lads in particular uh, have no families, you know, have no girlfriend, uh, their hobbies are at a computer screen anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can work them like a, a 12-year-old chained to a loom in 1912. The good times are back. <laughs> Let's see, do we have time for this? Oh, you know, uh, we got a really nice note from Dan in West Sac, um, who's talking about morphine. He broke his finger. He said, the doctor could have broken the rest of my fingers, and I wouldn't have cared. I can see how people get hooked. Wow. And then as for the bikini uh, coffee shops, uh, he's uh, in uh, in a couple of Central Valley, California towns. A chain called Bottoms Up Espresso does business. Uh, one day I thought, oh, what the heck, I want a coffee. So I got a $2 black coffee and tipped 5 bucks because I felt like that was the right thing to do. I felt completely awkward and disgusted with myself when I was done. Trust me, it was good viewing, but very weird and somewhat off-putting. This poor girl is in this little shack dressed like a hooker getting lattes for creepy guys. Yeah. If you want to do some research, they have an Instagram account. That's a pretty accurate description right there. Yeah. That's a pretty accurate description. A poor girl making lattes in uh, hooker gear for for creepy guys. Creepy guys. Anyway, I'm a gold card member there now. (laughs) (laughs) I left out one of the details why the city council of Evergreen is of Evergreen, Washington is cracking down. So on, to speak. On your stripper <laughs> coffee places. I left out one of the details because I thought it was too gross. But I'm They're probably, cracking down, trying to get abreast of the issue. Probably ought to pass it along because it's uh, it's interesting. So we'll get to that. Marshall's News on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
had a co-worker in the lunchroom grabbing a Red Bull and some donuts. Said, man, I had a wrong Do- night last night. Oh, boy. <laughs> Red Bull and donuts. Woof. Get you back on track. Ew. <laughs> 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 uh, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Al, President Trump says no deal has been reached on the DACA program, despite what leading Democrats have been saying. Senator Chuck Schumer and House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi said after a dinner meeting with Trump, They had agreed to preserve the DACA program without providing funding for a border wall. Trump tweeting this morning, no, no deal was made last night on DACA. Massive border security would have to be agreed to in exchange for consent. Which is either true or he saw the backlash against him and walked it back. I don't know which. I, I heard some wag say, and I can't remember who it was, I think Donald Trump's true orientation is toward good press his true policy or his uh, his political philosophy is getting good press i'd be hard to argue with uh, particularly on his favorite outlets yeah well, the uh, president, by the way, was questioned about all these contradictions this morning as he was leaving the White House on his way to Florida. We're working on a uh, plan for DACA. People want to see that happen. You have 800,000 young people brought here, no fault of their own. So we're working on a plan. We'll see how it works out. But we're going to get massive border security as part of that. Well, the majority of people, including the majority yeah. of Republicans, uh, don't want to kick the children out. So if he's just looking at the polls, that's a that's a winner for him. They're former children, Jack. Let's um, not fall for the left's talking points, shall we? Not. We shall not. Thou um, shalt not. But uh, Breitbart went with the headline, yeah. Amnesty Don. Wow. Oh, that's really interesting. But if if he if he gave in on it and didn't get anything for the border wall, I mean, did he do two two weeks in a row of giving Nancy and Chuck exactly what they wanted, their starting position. He just gave them all of that? Did he do that twice now? He's going to get something on border security. I absolutely believe that, yeah. and it's going to be substantial. A big, beautiful wall with a big golden door? No, absolutely not. by Mexico? Absolutely not. Some more agents, some technology, that sort of thing. Just not the stupid, stupid wall, which is such a stupid, <laughs> stupid conversation. But I'll tell you why I am 100% confident he got or is in the process of getting a very solid deal on border security because as of a few years ago, Nancy Pelosi and Diane Feinstein and Chuck Schumer and all those people were banging the drum for border security. They were making grandiose speeches about how important it was. Their current pose is completely phony. Really? Yes, to court Latinos <laughs> to the Democrat side. So the idea that say, say, yeah, hell yeah, we ought to get some drones that actually work down there. Of course they're saying that. That's what they've always believed. This also from the uh, rather active President uh, Trump Twitter account this morning. The wall, which is already under construction in the form of new renovation of old and existing fences and walls, yes, will continue right. to be built. Right. right. Renovation. Mm-hmm. Mm. New poll by UC Berkeley. UC Berkeley finds over half of California Democrats are in favor of free speech restrictions for, quote, white nationalists and other hate groups. Shame on you for your ignorance of the principles of free speech. So ends my lecture. Now I reach out the hand of friendship. (laughs) And, And say to you... And say to you, my well-intentioned but ignorant friends, let me lead you by the hand to learning.
53. Did that come off a little condescending? (laughs) 53% of the state's Dems believe they should not have the right to demonstrate compared to 42% of independent voters statewide. 46% of the voters support free speech restrictions. Now, the poll director, Mark D. Camillo, told the San Jose Mercury News after he looked at the poll results. I would have thought the liberals would be defending the right to demonstrate in general. Yeah, you would think that. The ACLU does not agree with the majority of liberals in California, I'm guessing. Well, and and right, and liberal is a terrible word for what those 46% are. Um, I mean, if you want to call them progressive, that's fine. Uh, here's, Here's the long and short of it. This is a terrifying result. Yeah, I'd say my, my liberal friends, if you would uh, if you would vote for this at every single chance in human history, not most, not some, every single chance, those who wield power declare any speech that threatens them to be unacceptable speech and quashes it. The key to the lock of oppression is free speech. Don't let the powerful declare what is acceptable and what is unacceptable free speech, including you, if you have the power. You don't get to, and I will fight you to the death for the right to exercise the free amendment as I will fight for your right to exercise it, no matter how stupid I find your opinion. And if you hold any opinion other than that, God dang it, you just, you don't know history, you don't understand why free speech is so incredibly valuable. Well, I think you could argue most people out of that position quite think quickly so too. if you just said, so who's going to decide which speech is banned? Well, no, who's I don't gonna think you Who's going to make that decision? Because they are so yeah. thoroughly marinated in the idea that this way of thinking over here is so clearly hate speech, it can be banned. But that grants you the right to choose what speech can be banned. I'm not giving you that right, and I don't want you to give me that right. You'd still have to answer the question, though. If I if I say in front of a room full of people, say, who's going to decide which things are banned or not? They'd have to answer that. What would the answer be? Congress? They would yell at the you, court? things that are clearly hate speech are banned. You can't reason with... Emotional well, then you lock, anger. Then you get, then I got to walk slowly out of the auditorium and lock the doors. Yeah, you, well, and just leave all those people in there. It's now a prison. Well, yeah, you're you're dealing with people who don't think logically. Emotion is reality. Emotional thinking is the coin of the realm of this sort of person, this sort of philosophy. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the Voice of the West. That's a shocking result. Oh boy, it really is. It really is. I hope the ACLU comes out strong today and says uh, says what I think they'll say, and we disagree. Good Lord, I hope so. Yeah. Well, they they they're the ones that uh, right. fought the court case to let those actual racists gather in in uh, Virginia. Right. So. They're still on the right side of this. Listen, I'm not a lunatic or an alarmist. I thought some stupid stuff in college, and I got over it. And so do most young people. But I seriously think we have an infection, an aggressively taught ideology that is, you know, it is so incredibly unhealthy. It's so incompatible with American principles, that ideology being taught on campuses. I think it's, it's really not good. We got some more funny, funny stuff from the late night comedians. Huh? Joe loves that stuff. I'll bet you ten bucks you're wrong. You don't think we can make you laugh? You pick any two jokes from that list without hearing them. 
And without hearing, I don't get to hear him first. No. <laughs> wow. That's I tell you what, okay, I'll yeah. pick two. You pick any three of them, and if two of them are funny, I'll hand you a ten dollar bill. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. We got to talk more about what could be the story for the whole country tomorrow. Um, I think it's probably going to end up just not happening. But a guy named Ben Shapiro is supposed to speak at UC Berkeley this afternoon in unprecedented security and is Antifa planning to show up, etc. More more on that coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big topic. Plus the DACA compromise. What's going on there? They're calling him Amnesty Don over there on the bright part. But Amnesty we need to get, Don! We're, we're running long time. The gauntlet has been thrown down, whatever that is. The glove slap has been administered. I say we play three of these late-night jokes. If two of them are funny, I'll give Jack ten bucks, because I bet they're not. Joe doesn't think the late night people are funny. So I've picked three, more or less at random, because I haven't heard these yet. But let's hear one. In Palm Springs, California, a Starbucks barista saved a customer's life by giving him CPR. Isn't that terrible? Getting CPR, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the uh, customer had a heart attack when the barista spelled his name right. So, uh... Not particularly funny. Hmm? That's hmm? a little wobbler. Re- I'm oh. actually feeling a little charitable. I, I don't know. A little relatable? You go and everybody's been to a Starbucks? See, they see, spell your name see, wrong? There, huh? There's that. I that was, was amusing. I was going to enter that into it. It's not just whether or not it's laugh out loud funny. Sometimes uh, I choose these just to get like a little story on because we don't have time to get to it. And like, so right. they mentioned, hey, the Pope was in Australia because we're not going to do the Pope was in Australia, but right, I think sure. it ought to be mentioned on the show. Michael, what is my hallmark? Um, yelling at me after no, the show. No, 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 <laughs> no. That's his hobby. What's his hallmark? My hallmark is fairness, and I'm going to say that joke amused me. Wow, one for one, okay. Sean. All right, joke two. Well, listen to this. In her book, Hillary said that she took a nap as the results were coming in on election night. And while she did that, Bill gathered a month's worth of clothes and got the hell out of there. So I go, this is going to be rough. <laughs> I, I owe you ten bucks. That ending that was part funny. was pretty for funny. Two. Didn't even need the um, third. Uh, I don't believe that's true. There's no way. As the results came in, she took a nap, unless it was more like a, a psychotic break or something like that. <laughs> a nap from reality. She blacked out from rage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no way she just saw hyperventilating. Well, and it out. looks like the only dream I've ever had in my life isn't coming true. I guess I'll take a nap. I just don't tell believe you what. That. Who here could use a little shut eye? I know I can. <laughs> Um, I, it, Take him a nap. I could see maybe that 15-minute reset-your-brain nap or something, which is so great. The most astonishing thing that has ever happened in my entire life, or a lot of ours, <laughs> that I can't believe is even happening, right. I think I'll take a nap. I, I don't believe it. Well, what did Donald say? Low energy. Look at her. She got low energy all the time. He he called her uh, Crooked Hillary in a tweet today. Brought back the old Crooked no. Hillary. No. Yeah. Yes. Today? Yes. Yeah, talk yes. about her book or something. Or, yeah, I forgot late last sake, night let it rest. Yeah. I mean, it's funny, <laughs> but let it rest. Well, we're, we're going to do three jokes. Let's see if the third one's funny. Can we try that? Yeah. Musician and prospective Senate candidate Kid Rock gave a political speech last night in Detroit and said, quote, I love black people and I love white people, too. But neither as much as I love red, white, and blue. Oh, God. Oh, God. He's going to win. You're damn right he's going to win if he runs. 
So he came out strong uh, with some sort of strong comment about Al Sharpton's daughter attacking that cabbie. <laughs> you follow that story? No, I'm not hip to that and one. Was, Can't wait. And there was some backlash, and Kid Rock uh, apologized and said he loves black people and stuff. So, oh, See, boy. he might be running, because why else does Kid Rock, you know, walk back a tweet that's really not even very important? Right, right. He might actually be running. Well, more racial animus coming up on the show, that and, and, and more. Uh, the Chronos, San Francisco Chronicle has got a front-page story on this Ben Shapiro speaking to UC Berkeley, and their characterization of him certainly makes you wonder what all the hubbub's about. The Chronicle? S- yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.